This is the EMG Podcast Spotlight Interview with your host, Mike Saulpaul. This week, I sit down with Hudson Heights band leader and front woman, Eden Mendez. Eden is a spitfire who cares deeply about what she does, and all she's ever done is music. We chat about her lifelong musical endeavors, detailing her love for the theater and her path to forming Hudson Heights. She's charismatic, funny, and our inner nerds love goofing with each other. Take a listen and enjoy one of EMG's talented and dynamic leading women. Oh, I see you grooving. You're like smiling. You're like, what's happening? How long will this play for? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Spotlight Interview. My guest this week is Miss Eden Mendez. Hello. How are you? Good. <laughs> Eden Mendez, of course, uh, front woman for Hudson Heights, mm-hmm. uh, one of our accomplished bands here at EMG. Uh, I have been very much looking forward to doing this because there are very few people who I feel are as weird as me, and you're one of them. Oh, thank you. I get that a lot. You're welcome. So we're going to go into who you are and how you got here and your background in music and all that great stuff. But I always like to open up. Who is Eden Mendez in a soundbite? Um, well, I tell people that I have one skill and one skill only, and I just use it in a lot of different ways. And my one skill is singing. Okay. So I just... Utilize the heck out of it. So I'm a music teacher, a voice teacher. I do theater. I do, obviously, the wedding band. Mm -hmm. Um, How long have you uh, been singing? Like, when did you know, what's your first conscious memory of I Can Sing? Um, Well, probably five or six years old. My sister was an incredible piano player. Mm -hmm. And we used to sing The Little Mermaid in the living room. Um, But my first real... uh, live performance was in eighth grade. I was Charity Barnum Mm -hmm. in Barnum the Musical. That's Mm -hmm. like Greatest Showman 1.0. Right. Uh, And once I did that, it was all downhill from there. Did you you start to notice, like, okay, you liked singing, you enjoyed it, but did you start to notice that other people were looking at you like, oh, she can actually sing? Did you start to notice other people's reactions? Yeah. Yeah, my teachers... um, that audition that I went on for the role in Barnum, I I never really sung like that in front of people. Right at that point, um, so my teacher was like, "Whoa, you're really good!" And um, and then you got the bug. And then I got the bug, as they say. Was it the? Because uh, I know you you're still involved in musicals, which we'll talk about. But uh, is it more so the bug of singing and music, or is it the being in front of a crowd? I I think it's just the feeling of being successful in something. Right. My very earliest memory of feeling successful in school was in first grade. I my teacher gave me a bookmark cuz I could c- count the quarter notes in a measure, something like that. Right. And you know, I didn't necessarily have many other achievements in school. Um so, yeah, I guess just being the feeling of being good at something. Mhm. It that's what drew you to it. Yeah. Uh you come from a musical family at all? Yeah, my plays. my sister is an incredible um, pianist. Wow! <laughs> don't don't, don't get it mixed up. Um, <laughs> I, that was you said pianist. Yeah, I said it carefully yes. so the people would understand. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, my parents were music lovers. They weren't really performers themselves, but we were always listening 
to music in the house around in the car it. and you play do you play an instrument uh, a bit i dabble dab piano Piano, a little bit of piano, mm-hmm. a little ukulele. Mm-hmm. 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 So uh, you grow up in this music-loving household. You are on stage in eighth grade, and you're singing, and everything is great. When does it become more serious? Like you said, when do you decide, I'm going to use this gift uh, in in a professional sense, You know, as you get toward the end of high school, and you have to major and all that stuff? Yeah, so I actually... I did my freshman and sophomore year of high school. I did musicals. Mm -hmm. um, And then there was this opportunity for this vocational program. So I did half my school day at regular high school. And then a bus came and took me to a performing arts high school. That's when I was like, I'm really serious about this. I want to find more, more. My school could only provide me so much. Um, So yeah, I went to this performing arts high school. And that's where I was like, all right, well, this is definitely what I want to do. When I came to the end of high school or when you're applying for college, I was either going to go strictly performance or I was going to go music education. And um, that decision was kind of made. My my performing arts school teachers, Mm -hmm. they were like a little jaded, you Uh, know, I guess performers that maybe didn't make it. Um, Their advice to all of us was if you can see yourself doing something else, do that. And it wow. really affected me. I mean, it really affected my decision. Man, what a way to like rain down on somebody's spirit, huh? Word, but I, I'm, I'm appreciative of it because I know a lot of people who went to school for musical theater and they're just on the audition grind all day, every day. Right. At least, you know, I went for music education. I love teaching mm-hmm. music and I can still do all of this in, in the summer and after school and on the weekends. Yeah. And I cram cram it all in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I do the same thing and yeah. I'm appreciative of that. I think the, the, for me, I don't know about for you, it sounds this way, but like there was something very uh, scary to me mm-hmm. going all in on it. Mm-hmm. You know, like at first that was, that was very scary yeah. because it, it could turn out to be a daily grind where you're like couch surfing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I do. And I know people who do that and they're like, Oh, you're so lucky that your degree is music ed right? because you can teach and you could still, do this. So I, I mean, I'm glad. I'm happy with my with right. my decision. Um, Where'd you go to college? TCNJ, oh. the College of New Jersey. Wow, what a beautiful acronym! It's yes. yeah, yeah. So you <laughs> went there. You got your. Uh, and where are you from? I didn't ask you that. I'm from uh, near Princeton, New Jersey. It's called West Windsor, New Jersey. Oh, I didn't um, know you were from down there. Central, yeah, Central Jersey. Hmm. That explains a lot. The choral program there, like the music program like, there was amazing. Mm-hmm. And that was a bit, also a big reason why I wanted to teach because my, my music teacher was phenomenal. Right. Cause you had a great experience with it. I was obsessed with the choir and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now by day you are an elementary school music teacher, mm-hmm. right? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I teach kindergarten through fifth grade music, um, and the choir, which is fourth and fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And then after school, I do the middle school's theater program. So heart still in theater. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So let so you now consistently are still involved in theatrical productions mm-hmm. around the area. Um, right now, I know you have In the Heights coming mm-hmm. up. You just finished Legally Blonde, right? Where you played the uh, the star role of that. Sure did, and so did my dog. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember <laughs> that was like a big thing. Yeah. Um, what? Why do you continue to do the musicals? Because I know. So, mm-hmm. so here's where mm-hmm. now my head goes. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's, I know it's not very lucrative, but you obviously love it. I just love it. That's it. Yeah. Um, so w- when I first finished college and I started teaching, 
I wasn't performing at all, like mm-hmm. my first year. And I, I needed to perform. Like a year went by. I was directing a kid's show. And I started like kind of wishing one of them would get sick. Like a 13-year-old. I was like, oh, maybe she'll get sick and then I could do it. And I was like, ooh, that's I think, not I think a healthy you just provided thought. us with our newest sound drop coming up in future episodes. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, shoot. Like, that's an unhealthy thought. So I was like, either I do join a cover band or I, I auditioned for a show and a cover band ha- happened to happen first. Okay. And then you auditioned for a show. Well, no, I did the cover band for a couple years. I didn't think I could also juggle a show. Right. And then I suffered like a horrendous heartbreak. And I think that, yeah, that's usually what winds up pulling me into theaters. Like when something else is wrong, theater like feels so right. That's home. Yeah. yeah. So that's when, that's when I got back into theater. I was like, ah, just throw it on my schedule. I could figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like our paths kind of crossed right at that time where you were going back into theater. Yeah. It, yeah, I think so. Because I remember you doing that. We met through a mutual. So yeah, one yeah. of our sound engineers here at the company knew you and knew me. And he kind of hooked us up. And uh, his name is Johnny. And he kind of talks like this. I feel like I have to imitate this. It's like, yo, man. Yo. You're incredible right? at that. Yeah, And he's like, yo, man, this band is really great, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you got to call her. Yeah. Um, uh, love, but we'll, love we'll, him. yeah, we'll talk about how we met, but anyway, it was around the time I remember him saying like, Oh, she's doing musicals. And maybe I hadn't even reached out to you at that point yet, but uh-huh. I, whatever. Um, so that's home for you. Musical is home. When let's talk about the band stuff. Cause that's what brings you to this table right. here today. Um, what was your first experience singing in a, in a band? I found a cover band on Craigslist. Okay. Cause every time I went to a bar and saw a cover band, I would feel this jealous rage in my soul. Yeah, hoping they got sick too. Yeah, like maybe so. Yeah, maybe she'll fall down and like break her ankle and I'll just run up and take the (laughs) mic. Um, Yeah, so I found them on Craigslist. I went with my roommate at the time. She brought a box cutter. I was going to say the fact that you didn't die from that is amazing. Right. Right. She packed a box cutter with her just in case. It was it was at um, A1 Studios where, okay. where the audition was held. Right. I wound up singing in that band for seven years. Really? Yeah. We we really. Was that after college? Yep. Yep. So I was like in my, it was like my entire 20s I was in this band. Right, essentially. right, right. What kind of music? Cover, you know. Just like bar cover rock. stuff? Right. Yep. Cool. Um, and then uh, you sing in some other bands as well, right? Yeah. So um, I met through theater some guys that were in a wedding band. So I started subbing with them. Once once you're like a credible sub, everybody calls you. Yeah. So for years before we formed Hudson Heights, I was doing my own cover band bar scene and subbing everywhere with yeah. everyone. It's, isn't it amazing how small the network of, of music is mm-hmm. here in, mm-hmm. in the tri-state area? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's cool. I like the I like the community of it. I feel like I haven't run into too many you know yeah competitive people. I feel like everyone's willing to share. Yeah, I for like the, I'd say for the most part with musicians know. for sure. Absolutely. L- listen to this crazy story. This has nothing to do with you, but I think you'll find this interesting. So um, two years ago, Mike and I go on uh, a cruise with our fiancés, and we're taking a vacation, and we get to know this band that's on the ship. Mm-hmm. They're they're from the island, cool dudes. We sit in with them. It got to the point where toward the end of the week, like they'd see us walk past their lounge and the guitar player would like walk off stage because he was wireless and pass it off to my bass player, same thing. So we kept in touch with these people on like Facebook, whatever. So the keyboard player 
insanely talented guy. He reaches back out and was like, hey, I'm going to be in New York. Can I come like see? So he comes to hear City Skate play. He jumps up. He plays. It's like two years later, right? So anyway, he approaches us afterwards. He goes, look, I'm moving to New York and I'm done like on the cruise circuit. I would love to get involved. So, okay, great. Come on in. So we have him involved doing some stuff here, right? That's cool. Put that on hold. Through my saxophone player, Adrian, he introduces me to a trombone player. Trombone's uh, player's name is Caleb. You met Caleb the other night. He's the band leader for Hyde Park, right? Mm-hmm. So Caleb now comes in through Adrian, who I know from Mike through New Jersey and whatever, um, talking to him. And I'm like, oh, man, so what were you doing before this and whatever? And he's like, oh, I was, um, I ran all of the music on a cruise ship. So no I go, way. yeah, it's crazy, right? And keep in mind, this dude is from Atlanta, all right? The other guys from the islands, we're from up here, nuts. So I go, oh, what cruise ship? So he tells me. And I'm like, oh, do you know Jarday, which is the piano player? And he's like, of course. He goes, no, I love Jarday. He goes, I'm trying to get Jarday to like get involved in my band. And I'm like, well, say no more because he's part of our company already. <laughs> and here he is. Here he is. But isn't that a weird like. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah I, I run into that all the time. And I, and by always recommending people to other people, it, just the circle just keeps getting getting bigger and right. bigger. Alyssa, for example, right. somebody that I sing with in, a, in another band. and Now know, she's and wrapped up here in AMG. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a, it's a really, really cool thing. I love it because when you find great people, you just want to share them. Yeah, I won't true. be recommending anyone, you know, yeah. who's not. Right, no, that's true. <laughs> so let's talk about Hudson Heights. Sure. I look at this band as... Um, it's very unique because you have the electric violin going on. Uh, you definitely have your own sound. But I look at you and your your co-singer, Danny, as sort of the bedrock of this. Um, your relationship. Not that you're the... Uh, the band is insanely talented, and John and Sean, I like those guys. But I'm, I'm talking about, like, the relationship. When I think Hudson Heights, the first thing I think of is your relationship with Danny. So talk to me about that. Yeah, so I've been standing next to Danny, uh, you know, on his right side since I was 18 years old. We've been singing together since the freshman year of college wow. um, in an acapella group. We got really tight. Um, that was what, like 30 years ago? hundred years ago. It feels, <laughs> feels longer. Right. Yeah. So we, we've been singing together forever. Um, even after, after college, we formed an alumni group with our acapella group. We were almost on the sing-off. Really? I Talk love about, that show. Yeah. We were so we made the top 20 in the country. Wow. Um, and from there, they selected 10 groups. One of them was Pentafrican Tonics. Mm. But we I were, taught them everything they know, by the way. Yeah. 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 I can't listen to them, actually, because it, of my jealous rage I that it. I mentioned before. I love that. Yeah. So we, we literally had our bags packed. I mean, we had to get physicals. Like, we were ready to go and be on the show. And then they were like, sorry, we, we chose 10 from 20 and you didn't make it. So that kind of fizzled, and then I joined this cover band. Wait a minute, can we go? Can we wait, go you want to go second? back? Wait, okay. wait, I want to go back. Why do you need a physical to be on the sing off? <laughs> you <laughs> had to have your doctor like sign off, like you are physically capable. You've had uh, all of your shots. Yeah, they don't want That's us, weird. you know, spreading diseases to the other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So yeah. that's it. So now, so whatever. Yeah, cover band. Almost. That's my almost famous story. Yeah, if you will. Uh, yeah. So then I I joined the cover band. Danny would pop up and sing with me. And um, eventually he- Did you meet in college? No. Nah. Oh, we met in college. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were okay. in, in the Trentones. <laughs> Let me guess, down near Trenton. Trenton. Yes, uh, isn't that clever? Trentones, like yes, that. Yes, I was the uh, musical director slash dictator of that yeah. acapella Yeah, I could see that, yeah. We were so good. Mm. It was so fun. Do you have any audio of that? Yeah, tons. Well, you know what you're going to do, right? 
You're going to give it to me, and right now, I'm going to pump it in. I don't care what you might think about me. You'll get by without me if you want. I could be the one to take you home. Maybe we could rock the night alone. If we never get down, it wouldn't be let down. Sugar, don't forget what you already know. I could be the one to turn you out. We could be the talker across the town. Judging by the color, confuse it for another. You might regret what you left to away. Well, baby, look at me go. That's really good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That Studio is, magic. Yeah, that was Danny and I's first duet together, Geek in the Pink by Jason Mraz. Love that song. Yeah. Just a geek in the dun, 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 dun. Great song. Yes, which I also choreographed. You show, you show your brother. Okay, I will. Uh, yeah, so Danny and I, I would consider Danny my other vocal half. I would agree with you. Um, so the other night, we were practicing just two-part harmonies because we want to come in and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. do some stuff. And we hadn't done that in a while, I guess. We, we've been singing together, obviously, but we have no, not done it with no instruments, just our voices. I was like, wow, you are literally, our vib- vibrato speed is the same. Yeah, Our tone, like we've just grown so accustomed to singing together that we've kind of melded into like this one. Yeah, I got to tell you, we have a voice. hard time when we record you guys in mixing because you're they're in lockstep. I mean, if I were to solo out yours and his, other than the fact that his is like slightly lower pitch than right. yours, but you have a, a lower voice and he has a higher voice. So you're even closer than most mm-hmm. male, female vocals. It's very difficult for us to make them sound different and distinguish them because they're, they're just so tight, you know? Yeah. We do a lot of like cross, like he'll sing higher than me and I'll sing lower and then we'll switch. Right. Um, so it was really fun the other night to kind of go back to our roots and, and do that together again. Um, so I'm looking forward to recording some of that. Oh yeah. That stuff in here. And who, and that might be done before this podcast even comes out, in which case I'll put it on the show notes. Yeah. Page. Yeah. We'll check that out. Cool. So you and Danny musical soulmates, if you will, mm-hmm. um, how does Hudson Heights come to be? We were singing in the bar band. We were doing the bar scene forever. I was also subbing in all these wedding bands. I was mm-hmm. like, guys, we should be doing weddings. The lifestyle is better. The crowd is better. The hours are better. The money is better. Let's do it. And they were like, no, it sounds like too much work. We'd rather, you know, perform until five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, every right. For weekend, no money. For yeah. nothing. And yeah. we, Danny and I were like, well, our ambitions are greater than this. So we took the drummer from yep. that band and we held auditions for Hudson Heights. And we found the best of the best. We were really lucky um, with with who we found. How did you, and that's how you cross paths with John was through your keyboard player, yeah, slash I, trumpet player. I was at school, yeah. and I was in the faculty room. And I was like, ah, oh, we have everything, but we really need a killer keyboard player. Right. And one of the teachers' aides was like, "My roommate is a keyboard player." I was like, "Excuse me." She's like, "Yeah, he's also a music teacher in Ridgewood." I was like, "Really." I was like, can you text him this instant and ask him if he wants to come in tonight and audition? She was like, sure. And he was like, in his job, he was like, yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So he came and he just blew us away. He's got the trumpet in one hand. He's playing the keyboard. And we were like, you're in. Yeah, you're the guy. You're the guy. Yeah, which is something another from a visual standpoint, Hudson Heights to me is part of the show because you're looking at this going, hey, what the hell is going on in a good way? You know, I had to pick something up from his house the other day. Mm -hmm. He, he literally practices 
I, I can't tell you how many hours a day. I pull up and I see him in the window with his shirt open with the trumpet, just like playing into the window. I was like, what's up, John? God, I wish like, he would have taken a picture of that. I should have. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm just practicing, you know. Got to keep your chops up. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, sure. Yeah. So uh, Hudson Heights, you're gigging around, right? You're doing some weddings. You're playing at some bars. And then a creepy guy named Mike Sawpaul FaceTimes you. Yeah. Never met before. Yeah. So, of course, naturally, what do I do? I FaceTime you because that's not creepy at all. <laughs> and uh, we <laughs> True talk. that. I was yeah. like, okay, we got to speak FaceTime. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I like the look. I like the sound. We should talk and so on and so forth. Fast forward and here you are at EMG. Yeah. There it is. How's that experience been for you so far? It's been really, really great. Um, we have been approached by other agencies, if you will. I know that you guys don't really consider yourself an agency. What would you call yourself? More like a company. Yes, Eden. We an are organization. A, we are a company. <laughs> this is we a, are a company. company. I think it's no. I think it's very important for for the state of New Jersey legally for taxes and legal status that <laughs> oh. we are not an agency. Let the record show That's they right. are not an agency. Yes. Well, anyway, yeah, we had been approached by other organizations, um, <laughs> and we just were, you know, we weren't ready to be, relinquish control of it because, like, we were having a great time, um, just running running our own little business, you know. Right. And um, we found that with you guys, we're still so much a part of it. Yeah. Um. That it doesn't feel like we're like, oh, here's our here's our band, do it with it what you will. We, you know, I, I like that we're involved. Well, yeah, it's, it's collaborative, really cool. but also from our perspective, it it doesn't behoove anyone to not give bands autonomy, right? right? Because then it's not unique or different anymore. It's formulaic, and it's you know it needs to be different, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I think the thing that excites me is just like young talent, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and and right attitudes too. I was talking with Hayes the other day, our creative director. And he didn't know this about Danny. And I'm like, do you realize that Danny is a PhD professor at an Ivy League university? And he's a singer here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those are the types of stories and people that I love surrounding myself and, and the company with. Yeah, I could I could talk about Danny's skills and accomplishments all day, but I'm sure you'll he's have another him guy who's, in here. I, I want to get him in here, but he's another guy who's like a Swiss Army knife. He's good at everything. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I hate those guys. The other night, I was at his house, right? We're practicing this two-part harmony, whatever. We're having an awesome time. I'm like, oh, you know what would be cute? I could probably play this on ukulele. And he was like, oh, yeah, that would be cute. He looks up at his wall, all right? And he's got a guitar up there, which for all these years I thought was decoration. Right. He gets up. He pulls it off the wall. And he just plays the friggin' song. You didn't know he could play the guitar? No, no. <laughs> I was like, I looked at him. I was like, are you freaking serious right now? Oh, that's great. Yeah. He just starts playing it. I was like, wow, dude. I've known you, you since I'm 18. Thanks yeah, for not like, telling me this. Yeah. I mean, I knew he had a guitar. Right. He's just good at everything. It's Amazing. obnoxious, but it we is. love him. Yeah. No, he's great. We were at a gig once and he did a backflip. I was like, I'm sorry. Did you just do a backflip? He was like, yeah, I was a gymnast for 12 years. <laughs> Oh, you were? <laughs> oh, and you're a PhD? He's also fluent in Spanish. Oh, it's like, God. what, bro? Love him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's great. He's we mean great. It. Yeah. Well, and he, and he designed our 
you know, our logo. Well, He's a, excellent at graphic design. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Can't do. Not only did I like your the band's overall look and sound, I swear to God, it was the name and the logo too. That mm-hmm. like, because I'm the guy that does all of that here. And when I saw that, I was like. Damn that! Why didn't I come up with that? You know, he's really yeah. that was it's really good. I really hope he still has the piece of paper that he drew that on before he designed it. I got ask him about that because that's really cool. Let's take a picture of it. Let's like we have to. I make know a he's, digital record of that. He definitely texted me a picture of it. So all right. Oh, speaking of people who save things on their phone, uh, where's Danny this going? and I. <laughs> so we were we were I was at his house and we we're working out this two part mm-hmm. harmony that we had done for an audition for The Voice five years ago, practically to the date. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I, I remember doing something really cool. And he was like, hold on. Opens his voice memos and we had it. Yeah, that's great. Isn't From that cool? 2014. And now you're going to give it to me and I'm going to pump it in right here. here. Close your eyes and just reach out your hand and touch me. Hold me close, don't ever let me go. More than words is all I ever needed you to Thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. He, I'm a content guy. Like if you, I can pull up any moment of my life right now. Like if you give me a year, I'll show you either video, picture, something that happened. That was smart of you to be like that. I le- I never backed up my phones. Really? I never did it. And so like I lost one, you know, one broke. I have nothing. But uh, <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's what you have friends for. Yeah. Daniel. Yeah, you got the it. memories, you know? It's all in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um what is your what's your hope? For Hudson Heights, what and what are the things that you love the most about being in an event slash wedding band? You know, it's so cool to be part of somebody's day that is like so important to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I play so many weddings, and sometimes I forget like this is somebody's biggest day ever. Right. Um. So, but when I reflect on it, I'm like, oh, you know, that's really cool. My favorite thing is learning a special song or or for first dances especially when it like means something mm-hmm. to them. But anyway, your question was what that you, <laughs> no, no, that was part of the question. That was part of the question. Yeah. That that's one of my favorite things about being in a right. wedding and event ba- band. It's also, it's, it's awesome being with my best friend. Right. Yeah. Um, well, we say that in cityscape all the time yeah, that so we, cool. we're all friends too, which is makes it cause you, I'm sure as I have been, you've been in bands where people don't get along. It's yeah. the worst. I've, I've sung in bands where they don't practice at all mm-hmm. beforehand. They'll send me a list like two days beforehand. Yeah. No, I know. I've, I've been there. Yeah. And then like they might not play it right during somebody's first, first dance. dance. Yeah. It makes me nuts. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's real awkward. Well, it's really nice to have a cohesive unit. Yeah. You know? And you're not subbing people in and out and doing all that stuff. We have, um, we have a rehearsal for every one wedding and or corporate event that we have, we have a corresponding rehearsal. Of course. Have to. You would think. Yeah. But most people don't do that. When, you guys do, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We rehearse, you know, for every, for every wedding that we do. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what, that's what ought to happen. I really don't like when people think they're so professional that they don't need a rehearsal. Mm. Because you do. Oh, you know, you, you never do. out 
outgrow that or outskill that. Do you pain. guys ever hit, and I'm only bringing this up because this happened to me last night. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hit a clunker? Like you hit a song where you're, and it, not necessarily a first dance, but yeah. you're, okay, we're going to learn this song. You know, you come in and you crush like three songs before it that are super hard. And mm-hmm. then you go to play this one song and it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Last night I'm at rehearsal. We had to play The Summer Wind by Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. It literally sounded like what I imagine a group of like a third grade orchestra tuning up their instruments. <laughs> and I look around and I'm like, we just played Rosalita, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant, and like all these eight minute long songs. Right. Spotless. Yeah. We get to the summer wind, a two minute Frank Sinatra tune, and it was like the wheels came off the, the car. Right. Well, if you don't like know who's playing what, that's usually where it happens. You and know, that's the, what arra- to us. the arrangement part of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, okay. Uh, full disclosure, there's one song that we really, really want and wanted to play well, mm-hmm. but we were just like, we finally just had to be like, we just don't play this well. Yeah. And we just aborted it. Cause yep. like, how much time can you spend on it? Can I say what song it was? I want to know. It was Hey Ya by Outkast. Do you guys do that? We just added it last week. It's four And was po- it fine? Was yeah. it fine? But we you? have songs that wasn't, that weren't, are not it, fine for us. You know what the problem is? The count in on that. One, one, two, two three. three uh, two. Picked, yeah, yeah, but it's not, but you're saying the number one, but it doesn't fall on that beat. Yeah, right. We talked about it back and forth for so many minutes. It comes in on the four. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, then just say a different number. And they were like, well, just think about a different number. And it just went on forever. And we, we did attempt to play it out. And uh, yeah, we just. No, we, we just, just. Sometimes, you know. No, you don't every band has songs. That just for whatever reason, it just doesn't sound good. And once you get it in your head that that it doesn't sound good, you really you know what ours to. is. And and I guarantee you that if you guys played Hey Yeah out or and we played the song I'm about to say, most people wouldn't, wouldn't notice, notice. But you know that it doesn't and sound it right. It doesn't feel right. You know what ours is? I'm embarrassed to admit it. Go ahead. Uh, oh, it just went out of my head. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it just completely wow. went out of my head. The what's the, the Walk the Moon song? Oh, um, shut up and dance. Shut up, shut up and, and dance. dance. Really? Because there's two guitars in that song. There's the. You need someone with the. Yeah. A particular pedal. Yeah. Right. And right. And we have one guitar. It just never. It sounds empty. It sounds totally empty. And I hate the way we do it. Well, and that's when you just drop it. But that's a shame because everybody likes that song. I know. Everyone likes Hey Ya too. Unless we get a request for it. We're like, yeah, we don't need to play it. You know, Right. Or maybe you could pick it up in the, at the verse. You know what we started to mix together? Maybe you should try this because I know you guys do this song. Yeah. Hey Ya and um, Shake, Shake It Off. Shake It Off. I, I, in another band that does that too. Uh, it's oh, you mean not it? that creative. <laughs> this is the voice. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I sub in another band that isn't that good of a band. Right. And they're playing Hey Ya, no problem. <laughs> And they and they segue in, in to shake it off. Yeah. And I thought I did think that was clever, and I wanted to steal it, but then we couldn't um, and borrow it. We couldn't get Haya, and I was just like, oh, what the hell with it? Also, everyone can shake it off. Be done. Yeah. Can shake it off. We just added it because we had a request be for it, but I never did it because I didn't like it. I know. I have been singing "Shake It Off" every weekend for I don't since it came out, and I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> I just please, <laughs> please no more. <laughs> more of it. I love it. Um, are you a jealous person? I am a jealous person in one weird way. And I phrase it like this. I hate the things that I love. Hey, Eden, what? Yeah. So like, it's hard for me to sit through a Broadway show. 
because I love it, but I'm jealous that I'm not doing it. Uh, Danny will send me like a pentatonics video, like, oh, you'll you'll love the harmonies in in it, and I, I can't listen to it. Wow, because I'm so jealous. Mm. So yeah, the answer to answer your question, <laughs> I guess. Yep. A little possessive over the things you love. Yeah. I just want to do so many things. Yeah. So when someone else is doing them, I'm like, dang it. I love that. What are you doing you're not singing? I don't do anything else. If I had a visual of what just happened there, your eyes darted like like you could not compute what the hell I just said. Guys, I'm singing all the time. I'm. Did you know I'm in an acapella group now? I did not. I'm in an acapella group. I sing in an acoustic duo. I sub in bands. I, you know, we have Hudson Heights. I do theater. I literally have no other skills. <laughs> and I don't, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. And it's also your hobby then too. It is. It's my profession and my hobby. Love there you that. go. So mm-hmm. We've come full circle on that. <laughs> sure. Wow. This is fascinating. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've even nearly scratched the surface of how weird and quirky you are though. Probably not. No. Let me flip the script for you. Okay. I'll make this a little easy. Okay. Were you weirded out when I FaceTimed you? No, I was more concerned with what I looked like. I think I, you actually said that too. I was like, sorry, I look like this. I think it was in my jammies. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, you can change the way you look, and I always look like this, you know? Right, I was more worried about like looking like, you're like, we love the look. I was like, well, don't, don't look at this. <laughs> That's great. Is it? Yeah. So you weren't weirded out? No, no. No. No, I was just like, oh man, I wish I like looked a little better. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, we're trying to keep it collaborative here. You know, we're trying to, to open the open the door. Um, I want great things for everybody here. I want growth mm-hmm. for everybody. Or I want you to be the next Pentatonics. Speaking of, yeah, uh, we have a little gift. I don't know if we should like. I don't. We shouldn't release this, but we have something very special that's coming. Um, for all EMG people out there in the mm-hmm, ethos mm-hmm. Um, that we're going to share with everyone um, later on this year. And you're going to be a key member of that. Yes, I would like to spearhead this yes. adventure. I set a meeting for you on that topic today. I didn't tell you, but you have a meeting on that. Okay. Yeah, right after we I'll, get done with this. Yeah, I'll put it in my calendar. This is fantastic. So let's recap, shall we? Let's. Let's recap. Um, you're from Central Jersey. You grew up in a household that loved music, right? Mm-hmm. The love of a crowd and jealousy fuels your... <laughs> <laughs> it fuels your passion My to perform. inner rage. Inner rage. Um, I think it's great. Tell the people where they can find you coming up in these... Uh, outside of Hudson Heights and AMG, where can they find you in these, uh, in these shows that you're doing? Um, well, my next show... I, well, how soon is this coming out? I don't know. All right. Well, whatever. I'm in, I'm doing a production of In the Heights, um, which is taking place um, in September. But if this is later than September, just check out my Instagram. I always post my stuff on there. Which is? At Eden Mendez Music. Yes. And of course, at Hudson Heights Band. Is where you can find all of our gigs, yeah, our band gigs. That's good. Hey, Eden, before you go, will you take part in a little segment I like to call Quick Questions? Yep. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Quick questions. Yes, what quick. is your favorite summer activity? Um, rooftop drinking. If a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be? Who would play you? Um, a musical, clearly. Okay. And who would play me? Um, I don't know. 
Uh, uh, Alyssa Salvatore. <laughs> if you could be any flavor of ice cream, what would it be and why? Coffee. I live on it. Who is your favorite cartoon character? Um, Bobby from Bobby's World. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Italy. Food. <laughs> Are you a morning or night person? Uh, morning. Favorite hobby? Can't say singing. Favorite hobby? Can't say singing. Oh. Um, shit, shoot. What else do I do? This is a sad state of this affairs. This is really sad. For yeah. your I'm add... eating food. Okay, good. <laughs> Speaking of, what Hungry. is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Strangest? Um, escargot. I love escargot. That's what good. is one of your weird quirks? Um, my jealous rage about music. Okay, fair enough. And final question. If you were getting married tomorrow, what would your entertainment package look like? Well, I would want a... I would want... Like a little bit of everything. I would want like a jam sesh, like a live jam sesh with everybody. everybody. I love that stuff. Yeah, just set the music up. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like crisp and clean. You know, I, I just want everyone to jam. That's it. Bunch of talented musicians, DJs, and singers. musicians, everybody. Photo booths, lighting. We, we'll yeah. hook you up. Yeah. Love it. Live jam sesh. Live. You jam. should add that to your thing. I like that. Okay. Eden Mendez, <laughs> you've said it all. Thank you so much for coming in here on the Spotlight interview. Thank you for having me. We'll see you on a stage real soon. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup. <laughs>